Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSR HealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, this is talk radio to thrive by. And I want to tell you, on this last day of 2007, what a glorious, glorious day this is. I've had a chance to look back and reflect on the many, many things that we have done this year. And take a moment to step back and realize how absolutely grateful I am for all of the people that have come forward to help with the Dr. Pat Show, all of the people that are helping us create a broader listening audience and reaching people all over the world. It's amazing these days now when we do a show. It used to be, we used to be in awe about getting a caller from the, another part of the country. And now we're getting calls from other countries. And it's amazing to see how things have changed so quickly and how if you put your heart, your intention, and your soul to it, you can manifest the dreams that you desire in this lifetime. And contribute to helping people all over the world. That's been our goal from number one, is to help all of you live life full out. That's why we do the show. That's the very reason that I started to become an independent radio host and buy airtime across the country. And it is with deep gratitude that I want to express my thanks to all of our sponsors that have supported us along the way and have been able to uh, help us bring this show to you across this country and many others. So I want to thank you all for joining us today as we give very, very special thanks on this last day of 2007. And know that this is a day like any other day for us to set our intentions and to do good things and help other people. My guest today knows a lot about that. I am thrilled and honored to be bringing uh, to you Dr. Charles Atkins. He's joining me here today as the author of Bi the Bipolar Disorder Answer Book. And he believes that despite the often devastating effects of the abnormal or severe mood swings of bipolar disorder, there can be some great advantages that come with it. Many of us have seen movies where characters have been classified, categorized, as bipolar. Well, Dr. Charles Atkins is joining me here today, has written this book, The Bipolar Disorder Answering Book, Turning Your Mental Illness into a Mental Advantage. And that's what we love on the Dr. Pat Show. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, 5.7 million Americans have bipolar disorder. And today, we're going to shatter the myths that may be out there about this and talk about Dr. Atkins' work, why this is important and why we want to help people overturn uh, some of the stigma around this. Dr. Atkins, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having me, and happy almost new year. 
Happy almost New Year. It's kind of like this is the last day of the year, and, and the questions come up for people around what do I want to do, what do I want my last day of this year to be about, what intention do I want to set. And as I look at you, the work that you've done, I want to ask you the same question. As we look at 2007 and look back at all the great work you've done, what is the intention you want to set for 2008 for your work and specifically for this book? Um, in general, I want to keep going with what I'm doing, um, both as a physician and as a writer. Um, the Bipolar Disorder Answer Book was not something I had initially set out to write, uh, but as someone who's been writing crime fiction for a number of years, mostly thrillers and novels, um, the publisher uh, queried my agent and said, do you have somebody who can write this book? And for me, it became a very personal, very um, important thing to do because I grew up in a family with bipolar. And when I was a teenager, one of my family members um, had a psychotic break, which is where you actually lose touch with reality. She became quite manic, stopped sleeping, began spending money she didn't have, maxing out credit cards, became delusional, had magical beliefs that she had been given special powers. She would stay in her room, you know, night after night on end, just writing furiously things that made no sense. And my family um, had no clue what was going on. At the time, um, we went to get help. We got a lot of really bad answers, read a lot of really bad books. And somehow we all made it through. And my family members actually doing quite, quite well. So it was one of these things that it became very personal, that I wanted to write the book that if my family had had it, if I had had it, we would have had a lot better understanding of what we were doing, how we could help, and how we could get through things. And that's what we're talking about today, because there are so many answers, so many questions to this. And uh, for me, someone that has lost someone uh, that had bipolar disorder, it is an important conversation to have. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back talking with Dr. Charles Atkins about the book and much more on the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life host. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime, or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. Naturally, you make a strong statement about who you are with fabulous new clothing, shoes, bedding, and more from Eddie Bauer, the essential brand of quality apparel and gear with the up-and-coming and those who have already arrived. Today's generation knows that Eddie Bauer is the source for everything casual, comfortable, and with a flair for the entire family. Shop anytime, day or night, at eddiebauer.com. 
an affiliate of HealthyLife.net. And don't forget, Eddie Bauer gift certificates make the perfect statement, too. Now available at EddieBauer.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I have to tell you, I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Charles Atkins joining me here today. And, you know, Dr. Atkins is a board-certified psychiatrist working in Waterbury, Connecticut. He is on the clinical faculty at Yale University, where he trained. And he has published over 100 articles and columns, as well as psychological thrillers, including one with a hero who has bipolar disorder. And so today's conversation is really opening the door on bipolar disorder in a way that you have not heard before, and we're thrilled to have Dr. Atkins joining us here today. You know, we have seen Dr. Atkins certain movies out in the world, and I think the most the most famous, I would say, I believe is the one with Richard Gere. And I don't remember the name of that movie, but, you know, it showed both sides or multiple sides of what it's like for someone that has bipolar disorder. It shows one side where an individual can be highly created, and I wanted to talk with you about this. You know, there are people that are bipolar and have been pictured in, in some of the media as being extremely creative. You know, we've seen movies about painters, about writers. Is this sensationalized by the media, or is there truly a connection? I think there's truly a connection, and there have been some wonderful books looking at this. Probably um, the best of the bunch is one by a woman named Kay Jamison, who's a uh, researcher. She also has bipolar, and she wrote a book called, um, I think it's called Touched with Madness, which really looks at um, various famous authors, painters, politicians like Winston Churchill, uh, poets like Lord Byron, who most likely had bipolar disorder. And during the hypomanic phases, which is kind of right before you totally lose it and become non-functioning, um, were actually able to produce some stunning works of art. People have speculated heavily about Vincent van Gogh, who while his life ended tragically, and that's something we don't want to forget about bipolar, is that of all the psychiatric illnesses, it's the one that carries the highest rate of suicide. Right. Probably around 15% of the course. Right. Of and life. I shared earlier when I did your introduction that I lost actually several people uh, through suicide that uh, had bipolar. And that's, I mean, that's the fear. You know, as I was growing up with a family member, you know, was coming home after school and wondering, would everything be okay at home? And it was a very real yeah. fear and a very big fear. Um, However, aside from the suicide, which we, you know, want to, it's very important that people are talking about harming themselves, you must get them help immediately. Don't, you know, don't think they're just talking about it and the people who talk about it don't do it. it. It's an emergency when someone talks about wanting to harm themselves or someone else. But back to your question about creativity, when Vincent van Gogh went into the field in Arles and painted 30 paintings in 30 days, he was probably manic. You know, it raises a very interesting question of, you know, had he been on lithium, would he have painted those pictures? Right. A side note to that is the actress Patty Duke, who talks and has written a lot about yes. her own bipolar. And she gives some wonderful examples about creative process and having bipolar. And in one of her later books, she talks about when 
I was manic. I thought I was just creative as all get out. But looking back, what I wrote was a lot of nonsensical stuff. And that when I'm actually more stable and able to kind of ride it out, the creativity flows. And not only does it flow, but it's brilliant and it's clear for other people. Well, and in part of that is for all of us to get past all of the generalizations, the stereotyping that we have about people that are bipolar. And, you know, and I guess there are other terms as well. I mean, you know, what is, for, for our listeners, I think it's important to talk a little bit about what bipolar is. Is it the same as manic depressant? And, you know, what, what do people that are with those that may have bipolar, what are some of the characteristics just so our listeners have a sense of this? Yeah, manic depression is the old term for bipolar. It yes. got changed for, I'm not entirely clear what the reasons were in the 1980s, um, largely through the American Psychiatric Association as they were putting together their book that helps define all the different psychiatric diagnoses. But it's exactly the same. And the term manic depression is just so clear that I think it gives people an understanding of Someone with bipolar or manic depression has intense and abnormal mood swings where they can become clinically depressed for months, even longer at a time, where they lose energy, they lose interest. Um, the depression associated with bipolar, often people get kind of what I call bed wrecked. They just lie in bed. They can't get out. They're not really sleeping well. They can't even turn on the TV set. They're so depressed. And they don't see a future for themselves. And this is where things become so dire, especially for someone who maybe not that long ago was highly productive and highly energized, that if you put yourself in their shoes and now see yourself as feeling like you can't do anything, you're useless, you're hopeless, and then you can contrast that with what you used to be able to do, and you begin to wonder, am I ever going to have a life? Now, the answer is, and the answer that's really important for me as a psychiatrist to make sure that people come away from my office with is, yeah, of course you're going to have a life. This is going to pass. We are going to get you through this. This is not permanent. This is temporary. In the moment, and this is where people kill themselves, typically in the depressed phase of bipolar, they don't see that future. They've lost hope. And when you think about the nature of suicide, it really is a failure of hope. But if you can't see things ever getting better, the question then becomes, why go on? In bipolar, they are going to get better. There's a lot of things you can do. And helping people realize that there's somebody with manic depression as opposed to a manic depressive, that you don't want them defining their life by their illness, but it's something they have. It's something that hopefully they can acknowledge, get a handle on, look at their warning signs, learn their target symptoms and manage them. And for many, many people, I would say most people with bipolar disorder, this is, is a realistic goal. For family members, perhaps the most important thing um, for your listeners to think about is really getting educated about bipolar. Get good information so that when your family member is depressed or starting to rev up, you don't find yourself in a position of having no clue what's going on and no clue how to help them. Um, often with bipolar disorder, the kinds of things I want people to focus on are, first and foremost, is sleep. That when people start to get manic, often the sleep is the first thing that gives you a, a sense that something's going wrong. 
the sleep gets disrupted, they sleep less, they begin to become more and more energized. As people look at some of the things that help with bipolar, including medication, which uh, medications can be a very important tool, other things non-medication related that are quite helpful have to do with schedules, routines, sleep, work, strong support networks, and people in your life you trust who know you well enough that when you're not doing well, they can sort of take you aside and say, look, we need to do something about this and get you some help here. And really, this is, this is such an important part of the conversation because, you know, getting help is, is for me at the, at the real center of this because even after rec the recognition, the question is what kind of help can you get? And that's what we're talking about today. It's really to help people understand that there are actions that can be taken and to really understand what's happening. You know, um, you also, in the characters that you, you write about as well, I mean, we look at what certain people see are the highs of a bipolar disorder and then also the lows of, of, a bi of bipolar disorder. Uh, but, you know, the question is for the average everyday person, how do we interpret this? Um, it's interesting because bipolar is one of the most misdiagnosed conditions out there. And so I think for a layperson... Can I ask you a question about that? Do yep. you believe that there is an overdiagnosis of this? Um, it certainly is on the rise, and I think the big question right now is what's going on with the diagnosis yes. of bipolar in children, which is skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. And there are also not clear diagnostic criteria for children. So, yes, I think it's getting diagnosed more. Probably in adults, it's not a, a bad thing or necessarily a wrong thing, because what usually happens with bipolar is people come to seek treatment when they're depressed, but often if they're manic or hypomanic, they just feel good. And so the only time they'll come to the, the purview of a, a professional is if things have gotten so control, out of control that their family members or the cops have hauled them into an emergency room when they're floridly manic or psychotic. So people usually come in when they're depressed, and it's really easy to misdiagnose that as being just what's called a unipolar or just major depression. Um, for a lot of people who prescribe medication, so not just psychiatrists, but APRNs and people's primary care physicians, the risk can be putting someone with bipolar on just an antidepressant, which can actually trigger or precipitate a manic episode. Um, not the end of the world, that these kind of triggered manias are fairly easily taken care of, but this is one of the reasons why it's really important that if you do get started on an antidepressant, you need to be very closely followed for those first few weeks. So, you know, when we look at this, Dr. Atkins, and I want to remind our listeners, I'm, I'm here with Dr. Charles Ellis Atkins. He's the author of the Bipolar Disorder Answer book. He's joining me here today as a board-certified psychiatrist working uh, in Waterbury, Connecticut, as well as on the clinical faculty at Yale University. And we're, we're, we're uncovering the truth, really, about bipolar disorder as he covers it in his book. And we're looking at coming to some level of descriptive information for all of you out there so we can really understand, very important to understand bipolar disorder, what it is, what it's not, and more importantly, 
what do you do when you know someone that has it? You know, we were talking earlier about the highs and the lows, and I think we sensationalize a lot of times the highs of bipolar disorder. I don't know uh, for many of you listening to the show, but I don't believe that my experience has been that, you know, the, the kind of sensationalization, the creativity, the, the almost, um, you know, romanticized aspect of this isn't always the truth, is it? Oh, absolutely not. And it's, you know, it's a friend of mine who is bipolar who I actually dedicated the book to, um, who has her doctorate in education. You know, she was saying that one of the things she struggles with, and she helps out with a lot of support groups, she's a nationally recognized leader in what's called the consumer movement, is that not everyone with bipolar is going to be a Vincent Van Gogh or a Robert Schumann or a Winston Churchill. Most people are just people who have this condition. And so for a family member, if someone in your family is starting to get manic, the kinds of things you might see are they stop sleeping, they're talking really, really fast, they begin doing things which are uncharacteristic for them. Oftentimes this is going to be heavy drinking, heavy use of substances where they didn't before. They may become much more sexual. Um, and in relationships, if someone's married to or in a major relationship with a person with bipolar, this can be a really trying time on the relationship because as people become manic, they may begin doing things mm. uh, which can really damage or destroy relationships. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from break because, you know, this is part of uncovering, opening the box to shed some light on bipolar disorder, why it seems to be a growing uh, illness in this country, and more importantly, let's look at some of the facts around this when we get back from break. Stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Tap into more of your brain potential. The exceptional Hemisync technology can help you achieve a focused, whole brain state. Refined with nearly 50 years of research and development, this patented audio guidance technology has been scientifically and clinically proven to be effective. Visit the Monroe Products website at Hemisync.com. That's H-E-M-I-S-Y-N-C.com. Or call 1-800-541-2488. Learn how to balance mind, body, and heart during your own renaissance and improve the quality of your life and those around you. Bust the crust of your egoic thinking. Michael Nardi, the Renaissance Man, author of the new book, Stop Thinking, Start Living, and Begin Celebrating Every Moment, tells the story of his mother-in-law, Mama Jay, her miracle, and how he stopped thinking and how he celebrates every moment. Check out michaelnardi.com. That's michael, N-A-R-D-I.com. Check this out. Did you know that spending just 30 minutes a day in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn hundreds of calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain? Listeners of The Dr. Pat Show can enter to win a portable infrared sauna from Detox America. Enter by December 31st by calling 888-338-6987 or send a message with your contact information to info at detoxamerica.com and in the subject line, put The Dr. Pat Show Sauna Giveaway. Carol Haywood Babrowskis is a seer and an author who has been watching evolution in action since her third eye opened wide in 1987. 
Her observations reveal a very hopeful path for the future of Earth and humanity to evolve to a place where love and peace prevail. You can find out about her book, Passionate Pinky and the Evolutionary Experiment, as well as her fun workshops by calling 425-222-9455 or visit passionatepinky.com. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Dr. Charles Atkins. He is the author of the Bipolar Disorder Answer book, and we'd like to take a minute to give you some information, first of all, on how you can get a copy of the book, and more importantly, uh, what venues are available to you to get some information. So again, Dr. Atkins, thank you so much for joining the show today. Great, thanks and for we're actually me. sitting down and writing a book that explains bipolar disorder to so many people so that we can, you know, move beyond the myth and, you know, the fant- you know, fantasizing about what this is. Let's provide people with not only your website but other ways that they can get copies of the book and find out more about it. Great. Um, the book should be out pretty much at most of the major booksellers. Uh, it's also available online through Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com. And also I have a website, which is just my name, uh, www.CharlesAtkins.com. Um, the book, I was also really thrilled that one of the probably most important organizations for people with mental illnesses and their families, um, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, included the book in their recent uh, bookshelf. And NAMI, for people who don't know about it, offers support groups and advocacy for people uh, with mental illnesses and their families. Their website is www.nami.org. And when I was talking earlier about probably the most important thing family members can do to help is to get educated. So it's one of those things that knowledge is power. NAMI offers for free um, what's called their family-to-family education or the journey of hope. And I think it's either eight or ten sessions of very good information, very up-to-date information that covers everything from, you know, what are the resources in your communities to what are the new medications out there, how do they stack up against some of the older medications. And basically there's also the other thing of when you're with other people who are going through what you've been through, it can help you feel so much better. Um, for people with uh, manic depression, you might also want to check out the um, Bipolar and Manic Depression Support Alliance, um, and I'm blanking on what their website is, but it's easy enough to Google. And they also have support groups around the country and I believe around the world. There are even now organizations on college campuses, uh, Healthy Minds on Campuses One, that provide support for students. Which when you think about bipolar, when do people first come down with symptoms? 
it's often in the late teens and early 20s. And it's an interesting, it's one of these chicken or egg things because these are times of real change in a young adult's life and often a great deal of stress, uh -huh. which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the stress could be going away to school, going to the military where you have a lot of sleep deprivation and disruption of schedule. And this is where oftentimes people will have their first either manic or depressed episode. So for family members, it may be one of these things that you have a very productive you know, son or daughter in high school, they're doing really, really well, they're getting good grades, they're doing a ton of extracurricular activities, they go away to college and suddenly you get a call, you know, first semester, second semester um, from their dean that things not right and could you please come down. Or you may begin to get very disturbing phone calls from your child where they're just not sounding right and things are running through your head like, you know, are they doing drugs? What's going on? And what it may be is it may be a first episode of manic depression. And, you know, this, this is important information because I think what you've just done here is, first of all, you get sort of a timeline for us and early warning signals. And, you know, usually when the parent gets that call from the school to come down, it's hard for, for folks to really move beyond the fact that I think, well, perhaps my child's not doing well and maybe failing to thinking, is there something else going on here? So this is probably for parents one of the more critical signs for them to pay attention and really ask questions that are more or less outside of the box. Yeah, and it's difficult because you're dealing with such strong emotions when that call comes or when you go down and, you know, you see your son or daughter and they're just not themselves. They're talking a mile a minute. They're saying stuff which really isn't making sense or they're so depressed that you don't recognize them as the person you sent away to school a few months ago. And so trying to figure out and look past, you know, the immediate, oh, my God, what am I going to do, to, okay, something's going on here. How do I move this forward? How do I get some help at this point? And that's what we're talking about now, too, as well, because, you know, as I said before, there are many, many people that we, we either know or, or think we know um, that have bipolar disorder. And, you know, we, we talked about some of them before, but, I mean, when you look at someone like Buzz Aldrin and you think, wow, how could somebody like that, uh, you know, be affected by bipolar disorder? How can people be so absolutely visible and successful and have bipolar disorder? Isn't that, you know, why we're having this conversation today so that we can look at some of the people that have acknowledged this and understand that this is something that not only can be treated, but people can thrive. Oh, absolutely. And not only can you thrive, if you figure out a way to keep yourself, for lack of a better word, stable to where you are making sure you have routines, you have people around you who can serve as something of a mirror if you start to go off a little bit, um, you can be amazingly productive. You also need to know, because there, there are almost personality styles that can go with the different phases and the different moods. So when people start to get high and get hypomanic, you often have this sense of you can do no wrong and that you're going to succeed. And this can be a wonderful thing to go out into the world and really not be hounded by a lot of self-doubt or, you know, I can't do this, I can't do that. It can really push you forward because that critical mind is quiet. 
as opposed to when people are on the depressed side where they're really feeling like, I can't do anything right, I'm useless, I'm helpless, I'm hopeless. So for many people with bipolar, it's often trying to find a way to stay where you have that slight buoyancy, you know, that slight up, that slight sense of, you know, I can go out into the world and do great things without having it go too far to where you begin losing sleep, revving up, and becoming manic. Well, and, you know, this is, this is really great information for everyone out there. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be addressing the question, is bipolar disorder genetic and <clears throat> can other illnesses cause bipolar disorder? I mean, we are today getting past the myths about bipolar disorder with Dr. Charles Atkins. We'll be right back. Are you tired of being tired? Are you sick of being sick? Learn about energy medicine from Donna Eden, the world's most joyous and sought-after spokesperson for alternative medicine. She will share how you can shift your energies to create health and vitality using quick and easy techniques. Learn about Donna's classic book, energy medicine, her DVDs, trainings, home study programs, and professional certification program at LearnEnergyMedicine.com. Are there things you want and don't have? Imagine creating them. Having experiences you don't want? Imagine discreating them with Avatar. Call 1-800-270-5111. How much future suffering could you avoid by restructuring your own mind? The Avatar course, the most powerful consciousness training available. Free mini courses offered. Visit avataraloha.com and call 1-800-270-5111. Hello, this is Douglas McQuarrie from Sewing Heart Natural Bed Company. Over the last 22 years, you've been listening to me talk about the merits of sleeping with 100% natural products. Now I want you to hear me, not just listen to me, but hear me all the way into your heart. This is very important. We're all trying to wake up to be in the present moment. We're finding that any time we're in the dead past or the non-existent future, it hurts. When we find ourselves in the present moment, we're alive, fully alive. As you've experienced, it's hard to stay in that present moment. Which brings us to the subject of your bed. Your bed is not only offers your body, but your entire being dynamic rest. From that dynamic rest comes dynamic awakeness in the present moment. Soaring Heart Natural Bed Company is located at 101 Nickerson, two blocks west of the Fremont Bridge on the Queen Anne side. Please call us at 206-282-1717 or visit our website at soaringheart.com. Thank you. Does your soul need a makeover? Join best-selling author, spiritual leader, and yoga icon Baron Baptiste on a vitality-packed seven-night cruise to the Mexican Riviera, April 5th through 12th, 2008, where you'll radically change your body and awaken the sacred within your soul. Attendance is limited, so hurry and reserve your tickets today to the transforming body and soul cruise with Baron Baptiste. Visit ICanDoItAtSea.com for details. You choose programs you want, never anything you don't. The way radio should be. HealthyLife.net Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out more about us and all of the really cool things that we are up to, please go to www.drthedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-PatShow.com, 
And sign up for our newsletter. We've got a lot of exciting things going on, and uh, including some raffles that we're going to be doing, as we usually do. We have a gift a day program as well. And so we'd love to hear from you and connect with you. I am thrilled to have Dr. Charles Atkins joining me here today. We're talking about bipolar disorder. And for many of you out there that want to find out more about what bipolar disorder is, the book is the Bipolar Disorder Answer Book, Turning Your Mental Illness into a Mental Advantage. And that's what the Dr. Pat Show is, moving beyond the obstacles, beyond what things look like on the surface. So, Dr. Atkins, thank you so much for joining us today. Great. Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk a little bit about this. I asked the question about, you know, bipolar disorder, is it genetic? And, you know, this is a question on, on a lot of people's minds. And, you know, and the other part of this is, I mean, where does it kind of come from? Do you get it from other things? Or, you know, how do we make the conversation clear to people? All right. This is a great, great question. I'll try to be as clear as I can. The answer is yes, it is genetic. And, yes, that's not the whole answer. So if you have a family member, a mother, father, sister, brother with bipolar, or what are called first-degree relatives, so there's one degree of separation from you, you have a 15, 1-5% chance of developing bipolar yourself. If you're a parent, your child, if only one parent has bipolar, has a 15% chance of developing it. Now, what's interesting with bipolar is that if it were purely genetic, then you would expect that identical twins, where one twin has bipolar, the other twin, who has exactly the same genetic material, 100% of the time would have bipolar, and that is not the case. It's a very high incidence, so in identical twins, the estimate is more like 60 to 70% chance that the other twin will have it. But it's not 100%. So clearly there's something else going on other than genetics. And if I can speculate, so I'm going from what we believe to be true or fact to what is more theoretical. I think a lot about when people have their first episode of bipolar, uh -huh. it is typically associated with some stress that they can point to in their life going off to college, going to the military, heavy use of drugs and alcohol, getting their heart broken. Um, and most people with bipolar can point to their first and even their second mood episodes and say, this was after I gave birth and I became profoundly depressed, had a postpartum depression, and that's where I trace the beginning of my symptoms to. So what I theorize and what I think is likely true is that while genetics is half the picture, it may, the other half of the picture may be that somebody who is genetically susceptible or has it running in their family then gets some sort of additional major stress in their life, um, a significant disruption of the routine that kicks off that first mood episode and somehow sensitizes the brain because this really is a brain disorder um, to go on and have subsequent episodes. So it's genetics and it's something else. Now, carrying on with this theory, some interesting stuff has appeared lately with the unraveling of the human genome. And this has to do with certain people who carry a particular gene, and this is going to get really, I don't want this to get too heavy. This I, think we, I, I think this is it, totally, it's fascinating for people because I think the more information that we can get, the more educated we can get. 
Well, this is an interesting one because for many, many years, people have wondered, can drugs and alcohol trigger yes. depression? Can they trigger schizophrenia? Yes, that's, that's the conversation. And with the unraveling of the human genome, one particular gene called the capital C-O-M-T, which is a gene that has to do with the making of an enzyme involved with the neurotransmitter dopamine, so a chemical right. messenger in the brain called dopamine, that it appears that people who have this particular abnormal little bit of genetic information, should they smoke marijuana, it almost turns on mental illness. And if they don't, the mental illness does not seem to get turned on. So it's a very interesting, and there are a couple other genes that people are looking at now um, where this may also be um, something turns on something else, and suddenly you have an illness that you didn't have before and that maybe you didn't have to get. In practical sense, how I use this clinically is that because there's such heavy comorbid use of drugs and alcohol with all mental illnesses and very much with bipolar, 50 to 80 percent, one of the things I really counsel people around, particularly younger people, is that yes, maybe your friends are getting high, but for you, the ramifications may be permanent damage. You must never smoke pot because this may be a risk that you have that these other people do not have. And I think this is all part of putting the, piece of the pieces of the puzzle together because, you know, this is really us, all of us learning about this and really answering some of the questions. So let me ask you this. I mean, are there different issues for bipolar disorder for women uh, versus men? Very much. Um, for women, probably around reproductive issues, it's, it's a huge issue. Okay. One of the great things in doing this book was I got to interview a lot of the researchers at Yale including Dr. Kim Yonkers, who's in charge of mood disorders and women. And, well, I'd read these statistics before. Coming from someone like her, it really made me sit up. And what she said is that women with bipolar disorder run a 50 to 80% chance of having a mood episode in their last trimester or postpartum, which is astounding and really raises the question of, when a woman with bipolar disorder decides to have a child, um, there's really a lot of planning that should happen, needs to happen, that can take that high level of risk and bring it way down. Not as low as someone who doesn't have bipolar disorder, but way, way down. And, and, you know, when we look at this, this is important information because I think, you know, the next part of the conversation goes... Uh, you know, given that we've talked about bipolar disorder, what it is, you know, the next segment will be talking about what we can do about it. What are some of the myths? What are some of the treatments? And what action should families take? Who's really at risk? And when should you take action? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. My guest, Dr. Charles Baskin, is joining us here today. We'll be right back.
Ladies, your soul is whispering to you. Are you listening? Imagine a woman's magazine dedicated to your inner journey and the deeper aspects of a woman's life. Do you feel an inner tugging of the heart? A desire to live deeper and connect more fully? Aspire magazine features inspiring articles, interviews, and more, and is the premier inspirational and spiritual publication for women. Aspire magazine, inspiration for a woman's soul. Subscribe today at aspiremag.net and have inspiration delivered right to your door. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I am thrilled to bring you this incredible offer from Lloyd Wright. Lloyd was a special guest on the Dr. Pat Show, and he's offering a copy of his book, Triumph Over Hepatitis C, to everyone that calls in this number, 877-676-1615, and you'll get a copy of Lloyd's book. Visit HepatitisCFree.com. Call 877-876-1615 for your free book. Call now. What's ahead for you or your business in 2008? Get your custom roadmap for next year from internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwin. Find out how to best focus your time and energy for the challenges and opportunities ahead. Call Madeline Gerwick at Polaris Business Guides for a personal or business consultation. Also ask about good timing for important events. Call toll-free 877-524-8300. That's 877-524-8300. Is your cell phone harming your health? A growing body of evidence has shown that electropollution can have a devastating effect on our health and wellness and also may increase our risk for disease and illness. The good news is that there is a solution. Scientifically validated and patented technologies that neutralize the harmful effects of electropollution are the answer. Call today for a free consultation and to enter a drawing for a free cell chip. Call 503-781-5604. Water. In the hot summer sun, water is a natural thought, like relaxing at the beach with the waves lapping at your feet or perhaps being with your significant other under a secluded, gently cascading waterfall. If you want a little more action, how about water skiing or boating on an icy, clear blue lake? With Expedia.com, everything you need for travel, flights, hotels, cruises, vacation packages, they have it all. At a price you can afford, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Expedia.com. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. And my very special guest today, Dr. Charles Atkins. We're talking about his latest book, The Bipolar Disorder Answer Book, Turning Your Mental Illness into Mental Advantage. And we've talked quite a bit about bipolar disorder, what it is, how to recognize it, and some of the latest discoveries. You know, in this segment, we're going to be talking about uh, the action that you can take. What, what are some of the actions? What are some of the treatments? What can you do, Dr. Atkins, when you either discover about yourself that you have bipolar disorder or a family member has bipolar disorder? What are the next steps? probably getting into treatment and really finding someone that you can work with who listens to you, um, who you trust, and who basically, and this may sound a little strange, you like. Um, but there have actually been studies looking at what makes one therapist or doctor better than another. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the relationship between you and that person. So you want to get yourself a treater, and if we're talking bipolar, you want somebody in the mix who's able to prescribe medications, who is competent and up-to-date. There are a lot of 
ways of thinking about medications and bipolar disorder, but probably the simplest is to think about target symptoms. And a target symptom would be you have a headache, you take an aspirin. The target is the headache, the arrow, so to speak, is the aspirin. In bipolar, it's no different. If you're somebody who's getting manic, probably the most important thing is to make sure your sleep gets regulated. So you want someone who's able to bring that down. We're probably talking about a class of medications called mood stabilizers, the most famous of which and the best studied is lithium, which has been around forever and always. Um, lithium is one of two medications in the entire world that can actually make the claim that it decreases the risk of suicide. And in bipolar, it decreases that risk markedly. Um, lithium, like all of the other medications used in bipolar, has lots of side effects and has risks and benefits, but you really need to understand, and if someone's going to go on a medication like lithium, you need to be aware of what some of the warning signs are should you begin to get um, toxic. And it's, you know, that's one of the real downsides of lithium. There are other newer treatments out there that really can be very, very helpful. Some are, you know, perhaps a bit better for people who spend more time depressed. There are medications which may have an advantage for people who have what's called rapid cycling bipolar, where you have multiple episodes of depression and mania in the course of a year, and you're sort of on a roller coaster up and down very quickly. And so having somebody who's able to prescribe, who understands your symptoms, the medications, and you is a very, very good idea. Yeah, and I think what you said is also very important because, you know, we're asking, um, you know, people that have bipolar, bipolar to take an action. And we're asking them to take an action probably at a time when I'm not sure that they can process what that means very well. And so having someone that you can trust, someone that you can talk with, someone that can be there for you, I would imagine is one of the most important things that any family member can do. And even tagging on to that is if the person with bipolar, who may not be in their right frame of mind, is able to have a family member or significant other or someone they trust enough to let that person, you know, certainly not sit in their every session, but at least be able to communicate freely with their, their treater, that can be really useful. And that's typically done through signing a piece of paper, um, something called a release of information, so that if the person with bipolar is at home and is not doing well, that person is able to, you know, call the psychiatrist, call the social worker, call the APRN, and say, this is what's going on, and they can have a free discussion. Now, I don't want to give your listeners the wrong impression. If things are getting bad at home, you can always call for help. If things are very bad, you can call 911. The reason you would want a release of information is this allows for two-way communication. You can give them the information, and they can talk back to you and give you advice about what's going on, what to do, and so forth. Without the release of information, all you can do is really give them the information. And, and this is uh, really what you're just bringing up right now is so important because, you know, we are looking at, you know, opening up the dialogue and communication, two-way communication. It's important. Understanding on both sides is clearly important. You know, we've talked a lot about a lot of things um, during this uh, very short hour, Dr. Atkins, and, and I want to thank you for joining us here today. It's a very important conversation. 
the question that comes up now in many arenas goes beyond, I think, the conversation of, of certain triggers that we know of, some of the what I call the obvious ones. Are there some triggers that may not be obvious? I, I think in recent conversations we've looked at food, we've looked at sugar, we've looked at so many things that for the average person wouldn't really matter. What's your, what's your opinion? Um, yeah, there are definitely things that can trigger somebody who's susceptible or make them more at risk. I think when someone's hypomanic and feeling like they can do anything, a risk for them is they may take on more than they should. Mm -hmm. People ask them to do something at work. You know, they have a lot of energy. They seem to get things done. And so the natural response is, yeah, sure. So somebody with bipolar needs to get a sense on their tendency to do that because the risk there is suddenly they find themselves at a point of having taken on too much, feeling overwhelmed, and that may actually begin to cycle down into a depression where now, instead of feeling like they can do everything, they take a very black and white view of the world and, oh, I can't do anything, and that whole negative process begins, begins happening. Um, drugs and alcohol, definitely something else to look out for because many people with bipolar will turn to drugs and alcohol, often as a way to self-medicate, alcohol right. in particular. Um, so lots of these kinds of things, and certainly diet is another one. Um, part of my prescription with the people I work with is exercise I think is incredibly important, that if you're somebody who's struggling with the depression, um, getting half an hour of exercise a day doesn't have to be strenuous. Walking counts is a real good thing, particularly earlier in the day so it doesn't disrupt sleep. Keeping track on how much caffeine and all these kinds of things is very important. You know, this has been a, a, an outstanding conversation. I want to just point out to everyone that you cover everything we've talked about and much more in the book. And I want to make sure folks know that you can get the book at Amazon and just about anywhere. My guest today, um, Dr. Charles Atkins, has written the Bipolar Disorder Answer book. It is available everywhere. Answers to more than 275 of your most pressing questions. It's covered in the book uh, beyond our conversation today. So I want to encourage you out there that is uh, got questions about this and needs to get some answers, it's right there. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll hear a personal message from Dr. Charles Atkins as we finish this incredible show. We'll be right back. Kate's Caring Gifts is proud to support Dr. Pat's Green Christmas Challenge with Earth-Friendly Alternatives. Visit them at katescaringgifts.com to see their complete selection of natural body care, kit-powered toys, eco-friendly home decor, and organic gourmet indulgence, including the world's best organic chocolate. Find people and Earth-Friendly Gifts at katescaringgifts.com. That's katescaringgifts.com. Are you ready to blaze the trail with your product or service, but you're unsure how to bring it to the marketplace without compromising your integrity? Andrea Adler, founder of Holistic PR and known as the High Priestess of Spiritual Marketing, takes you on a journey that will transform everything you think about marketing. Call 505-983-7777 or visit HolisticPR.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-R.com. 
It's that time of year again. Just so many things to do. It just doesn't leave a lot of time for fashion shopping. But I discovered that I don't have to give up being fashionable and I could actually save time and money. How? I found Chadwick's fashion catalog right on HealthyLife.net's advertiser page. So I clicked through and wow, I have a whole new wardrobe coming to me for a fraction of the mall price and I never had to leave the house. I shopped when it was convenient for me. I can see why Chadwick's is America's favorite off-price fashion catalog for women and a positive advertiser on HealthyLife.net. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. And boy, what a great conversation this has been with Dr. Charles Atkins. He's joined me today to try to get some of the answers that you might have about bipolar disorder on the table, get them addressed, and help you move forward. Uh, Dr. Atkins, I want to ask you to leave a personal message for folks as we close today's show. Well, just that I hope everyone has a wonderful and happy new year. And for people and families who are dealing with bipolar disorder, um, I hope you get a chance to check out my book. It's very much what I would have wanted um, when I was going through this with my own family. And hopefully I put together something that uh, we'll give you the answers you need and send you in the direction to get the help uh, that will get you moving forward because for people with bipolar disorder, there's a whole lot of hope and you can have just an amazing life uh, if you get a handle on things and just make it a part of your life instead of overrunning your life. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. And as we say on the last day of the year, set your intention, bring the energy and the vibration forward. And take a look at your life in nothing short of magnificent. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, your host of the Dr. Pat Show. I want to thank Dr. Charles Atkins for joining us here today. And for many of you, have a fabulous, fabulous last day of the year and a wonderful new year. We'll see you next week. <laughs> 